7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabi Somosia. Thank you, Greg, and a very good evening, everybody. And uh, thanks for staying with us on SAFM and for joining us on SAFM spot on on this uh, boxing wednesday where we all we talk all things to do with the sweet science that is a boxing my name is tabi somosia katlejo modiba is producing and sylvester komane is in technical and uh, last week we left the show on a very sad note with american boxer patrick day in icu after he was knocked out by charles cornwall in the 10th round of their fight um sadly a day later day lost his life and uh, tonight we are going to speak to his close friend and a fellow boxer titus williams who is a featherweight and he will join us live from New York just to tell us more about Patrick Day, the boxer, and Patrick Day, the man. And on that note, um, I think this opens up a conversation about the safety or the dangers of our sport and whether some rules or regulations need to be looked at. Uh, we had last Thursday from an American boxing uh, journalist that four boxers had died in the ring this year alone and as well as uh, uh, alongside those four fatalities, five other boxers were rushed to hospital as a result of injuries suffered in the ring and they had to undergo surgery to remove blood clots in their brain. Actually, incredibly, between, 19, between 1890 and 2011, it's estimated that 1,604 boxers died as a direct result of injuries sustained in the ring. And I saw this on a survey on CNN, and that is an average of 13 deaths a year. So we're going to have a conversation about this with a former boxer, former administrator, and a trainer now, uh, Mr. Loiso Mkia, just to talk to us about the dangers of a boxing and if there's anything that needs to be relooked or if the concerns from the general public are, are, are valid. And then we'll also go over to Thailand. That's where we'll find uh, boxing trainer Colin Nathan from the Hot Box Gym. He's ahead of Simpio Kongo's fight against the unbeaten and 53-0 and uh, champion. That is uh, Chai Prun Munzri. A lot of people have looked at his record. Uh, they say that uh, this man has a record that is better than Floyd Mayweather. What was Colin Nathan thinking here to take this fight against uh, Chai Prun Munzri, also known by others as One Hang Man. So we're going to speak to Colin Nathan. They've already been in Thailand for a couple of days. Uh, the fight is uh, this weekend. So he'll speak to us about uh, that. And of course, um, the chain reaction, as Simpio Kongo is known, is looking to secure the most prized belt, the WBC World Minimum title that is currently um, owned by Chaipun Muzri. But before all of that, uh, we are going to hear from Mr. Bongani Makasela, the Duck Destroyer from SABC's two, SABC 2's uh, Boxing TKO show. He will tell us what's coming up this Friday night and it looks like it's a two or three hour special if I'm right because that's what they usually do on the last Friday of the month. If you want to weigh in on any of our conversations, please feel free to call us on 0891-104-207. Our WhatsApp number for voice notes is 061-4104-107 and we take SMSs on 41391. For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7 p.m.
Okay, so let's first then hear from Colin Nathan, who is in Thailand with his boxer, uh, Simpiwa Kongo. They are going to take on the unbeaten uh, Chaipun Munzri uh, this weekend. And uh, Munzri, as we keep mentioning, Munzri has a record of 53-0 and with uh, 18 knockouts, while uh, Simpiwa Kongo is 19-5 and with uh, a 7 knockout. And uh, they're fighting for the WBC World Minimum uh, title there. And I began by asking Colin Nathan if they've been looked after a while there because we always hear horror stories from some of our boxers that go overseas saying that uh, they don't get taken care of or sometimes it's mind games so let's hear from Colin Nathan well let me be honest that the promoter has been very absent we met him at the airport he gave us food allowance money and then we saw him at pre-fight weigh-in we haven't heard or seen from him since we're going to see him tomorrow um, I don't really care um, been fortunate to travel and you know, obviously be able to take care of the team and, and we're in good spirits and it's so far so good. So how many days have you spent there and how are the conditions? So we got here Friday. We've been here five days and we've really settled in well. Um, proud to say that Conco was a few hundred grams overweight. The weigh tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock. The time now currently is 20 past 10 so in the evening. So we, we're really good to go. He's in a good space. We, we you know, It's just been a great great training camp the conditions I, funny enough I actually thought it'd be hotter mm-hmm. so we yeah we could we good to go are you saying he was a bit overweight but you're not concerned no I'm saying that he's a few hundred grams oh it's just okay. uh, less than 300 grams to go um, and we didn't train at all so remember he's still going to sleep it off mm-hmm. so I'm expecting him to either be on weight or slightly under tomorrow morning and and how is he feeling uh, 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 ahead of this fight, uh, Kongo? Uh, he's ready. Remember on SABC, he said to, said to the nation that he's the chosen one. And I truly believe that he is the chosen one. Uh, I think there's going to be a monumental upset on Friday. And uh, I think he's ready to rock and shock the world. Yeah, I was about to say, I mean, you keep saying that you've been saying that you're very confident. You believe that he can really pull something off special here. But nobody's giving a chance. Does that also spare you on uh, that everybody has written you guys off even ahead of the fight? Well, firstly, let me say to the people who have written us off, Viva. Um, you know, you've got to have your detractors. And you've also got to have people who don't believe. The thing is, is that I love being in a position like this because... In theory, if you base it on records, you have no chance. But life's not like that. Boxing's not like that. And I truly believe that, yes, everything is against us. But I've been in positions like this before. And I love, love upsetting the odds. Now, I've also got my partner, close friend, and, and colleague from MTK, uh, Michael Tamari. He flew out from Australia to be with me for this fight. So... We've got a strong camp, you know, Bernie's the cut man, um, as per usual. Uh, his assistant, Peter Faber, has come with us. So we, we're really in a good space. And, and, and again, I want to tell the people, you know, like everyone thinks we've got no chance. This is boxing. This is boxing's parallel to life. There are no guarantees. I'm very confident that I'm hopefully going to be guaranteeing the world a big upset on Friday. And, and what will be key to and that upset, Colin? Because we, he's 53 and all, like you said, uh, but it doesn't seem to be a big puncher. He goes, he's gone the distance a, a lot of times. Very strong, very gritty, conditioning is exceptional. I, I just personally think, you know, their conquer style is going to give him nightmares. It's just, he, you know, he's going to struggle with a very slick boxer.
And I think Conquer's technique is going to be the difference in this fight. Like I'm saying, you know, guys don't believe, hey, everyone's entitled to their opinion. But I, I know that I, I've got, I know we've got a great shot at this. I really, really do. And and when you look at his record, I mean, it looks scary. But when you look at who he's fought, has he fought anybody notable? Well, you know, there's comparisons with, with Mayweather and that he's got a better record than Mayweather. I'm just going to be completely dismissive of that because you, I'm not even going to go there. But he's a legendary Thai champion. Remember, he comes from a Muay Thai background. I believe he was a world champion in Muay Thai. The guy's hardened. He's a veteran, strong kid, unbeaten for a reason because he's a great champion. But like all things in life, things change. And I believe Conklin is going to make it 53 and 1 come Friday. And what will winning a WBC belt mean to you and Kong? Kong's name written in South African boxing history, a legacy that I'll cast for my kids and grandkids one day that maybe they'll mention my name, maybe. Mm. Yeah, it's all for them, I, you know, it's all for them. And just finally, uh, on another note now, we're going to go to the U.S. after playing your interview. We're going to speak to a friend of Patrick Day who died um, after being knocked out in the ring. A lot of people are calling for a change to the rules or the sport needs to re-look at some of his rules. Where do you stand in this debate? Firstly, um, all day, every day. Um, I've printed, Mike and I printed all day, every day on our T-shirts in memory, in memory of Patrick Day. Not prepared to talk about if the rules should change or what should be implemented differently about boxing. But I'm only, I'm only going to say this, that boxing has always and will always save lives, and it will continue to do so. We know the risks, we, we, we know what's at stake, and I think the whole world should notice that it's not just about entertainment, it's that fighters get in the ring and they put their lives and bodies on the line to build a future for themselves, for their families, to feed their families, to look after their kids. And I think that, if anything, boxing needs to be taken exceptionally seriously from all parties uh, involved in the sport. And, but again, boxing will always save lives, all day, every day. Just finally, to confirm, which day in South Africa will be the fight and what time? So we five hours ahead. It'll be October 25th, which is Friday. Um, and I'm assuming around 8, 9 o'clock in the morning, South African time. Okay, that's Colin Nathan then speaking to us all the way from uh, the in Thailand, where uh, Simpuyo Kongo is fighting this weekend. And um, he's very confident. He's always been confident, Colin Nathan, regardless of who they come up against. He will never say, no, we've got no chance here. And and they've pulled it off a few times. They've pulled it off with a, with a couple of his boxes. Uh, so let's see what happens on uh, Saturday, especially when everybody or almost everybody has written them off. Let's find out now what's coming up on the TKO Boxing Show on Friday night. And we are joined on the line by the man they call the Duck Destroyer, Mr. Bongani Makasela. Brabongs, good evening. Thanks again for speaking to us on SAFM. Good evening to you, Tabiso, and your listeners. And thanks for making me famous once again. <laughs> I have to make you famous because you had a great show last Friday. Um, if I can say so myself, uh, there was Mthongo, the Bulldog, there was Zamini in studio. Um, Mthongo won the fight. What did you make of the outcome? Uh, Tabiso, before I get to that, may I steal two minutes of your time. I was very jealous when you spoke to Colin Nathan, but you didn't, you know, touch base with me. <laughs> I just wanted to contribute and yes. add by saying South African fighters, history tells us that South African fighters perform, you know, beyond expectations when they are out away from home, 
against all odds. The core senders, Simpiwe no ngai beating Mexican icon George Arce. Simpiwe vecheka Indonesian Christian. So, you know, the trend should continue with Simpiwe Kok. Uh, that's all I wanted to, to, to add in my, you know, contribute within the conversation with Colin Is that is then, that what you believe or are you being patriotic? Come again, sir? I'm saying, are you being patriotic or you really believe that something can happen? Anything can happen, Tabiso, because my sources outside the country are telling me that Meniotin mm. is actually contemplating retirement if he doesn't win. Mm. So that's a man who goes into the fight with a, a disturbed mind. Mm. Mm. We'll take your weight so, for it, Brabongs. Yes. So it's the same thing that happened to Chris John, who, who, who was previously undefeated in more than 50 fights, going into the fight with Tim Vejek. Mm. Vejek stopped him in round six, and what did he do after that? He retired. Mm. Let's hope, let's hope Congo sends him to retirement uh, then this weekend. Mm. Let's talk about the TKO now. Uh, I was mentioning that you had a great. There was a great show last week. Uh, Mthongo emerging a victorious over Water Lamini. What did you make of the outcome? Uh, if truth be told, I wasn't uh, shocked by the outcome of the fight. Mm. Actually, I I knew that if Mthongo survives three rounds because he's a slow starter, he would turn the tables around and stop Walter and. Unfortunately, this time Mthongo took only two rounds to warm up because Walter won the, the first two rounds easily. But in the third round, Mthongo turned the tables around. And in my opinion, <clears throat> that's when the fight ended. But yeah, Simon Mukadi duly gave the champion the benefits of doubt by not stopping the fight. And Mthongo was just all over him in the fourth round. I wasn't, I wasn't uh, surprised, Tavis. Like I'm saying... I knew that if Walter was to win that one, mm. he needed to do it while Mthongo is still cold. Three, four rounds, that's it. At the age of 39, does it spell the end of the road for Zamini? It's difficult to tell, uh, Tabiso, but looking at the manner in which you know his legs give in every time he gets caught, you'll really recall his fight against uh, Rodriguez. Mm. Uh, you know, crocodile. Earlier this year, I yeah. think, yes, I think it's about time for him to quit because, remember, after this, he's going to serve at least three months suspension, right? After three months, he can't go straight into a title fight. He must redeem himself, maybe uh, with a fight or two fights. Mm. You know, why do you still want to do it? Do that at the age of, he will be 40 by that time when you know too well that the chances of actually regaining that title are minimal. These young boys uh, in that division, uh, not not with Unsong or Yena being the one, because he says, mm. I'm not going to be in this weight division for long. I want to move up to the super middleweight, beat Rowan Campbell, make my history and quit. So there's young boys even in the junior middleweight division. So why would you want to stand in front of the young boys at the age of 40? Unless, of course, you know, it's has to do with money mm. and and um, there were other tournaments last uh, this past weekend there were other fights i know akani puzi fought uh, tabiso mtrune was also fighting is there any other result that stood out for you uh, i was impressed by 
what I saw of Shevonte, Shevonte, Oh, I don't know whether I'm actually uh, pronouncing it right. I think the boy has got something uh, to offer going forward. And I was impressed by the manner in which Usmangele had the lady. BSA is uh, 2017 and 2018 female uh, prospect of the year. Handled herself against Utema Zuma and ended up stopping it. Because Utema Zuma is just not, not, not this large. She's yeah. very tough. But Usmangele, you know, smashed her and the future looks bright. The rest were just, you know, average. <laughs> Let's look ahead to Friday, Brabongs. I believe you've got another exciting guest coming in a studio. What can you tell us? What can you share with us? Uh, uh, there's one thing I can say uh, about the guest that we have. Ukafu. Uh, mm. Look, I, I may be misled by what I saw in the boy. Uh, in springs when he fought Uzo, he did me. Yeah. Just a turn round and not satisfied. I saw something else. I said to myself, you know what? They talk about the reincarnation of the square years and the whomever. I saw a reincarnation of El Zugis mm. in that boy. To an extent that even in my report, I said, what happened to the fight fans who used to throw in coins in appreciation of a good fight because they gave to each other. Why am I singing praises of Kafu? It's because Uzolile is a war horse. Mm. He's been around for some time. For Kafu, who was having his third fight, fight, if I'm not mistaken, to stand in front of him, exchange heavy leather, take from uh, Mia and end up sharing spoil. The boy showed me, you know, a, a great future. He even made it worse or confirmed what I, I thought of him when he stopped Umchanjo, another veteran of more than 30 fights for the yes, yes. title. Then I said, you know what? This boy is here somewhere. And mm-hmm. the, the beauty is that he is with the man who started training him, not training him seriously at the age of five, six. When the po- he says the boy used to come to his gym and play. He would have two, three minutes with him, leave him alone, let him play. The boy is with the man who knows him from scratch. So he's in studio on Friday. I'm not too sure about Mzamo, but Kafu is definitely our guest. That's great. And Mzongo, is he coming back to gloat? Yes, uh, <laughs> we made a commitment uh, last week that a uh, winner will be invited to come and share with the TKO viewers and the general fight public, you know, as to how, you know, he wins. So, yes, Nsongwe has been confirmed as another guest to come and post as he always does that, you know, after winning his fight. fight. Yeah. Is it correct to say it's a two- or three-hour special because it's the last Friday of the month? Yes, it's a two-hour show, Tapiso. Uh, to the benefit of the, the, the business. If if uh, boxing was being broadcast live on TKO, not on TKO, but in venues, mm. this week would be the week for the actual live broadcast. Mm-hmm. Hence, we have two hours in the studio.
Okay, I'm sure it's a very packed show from 9.30 on SABC2, the TKO with Bongani Makasele and Kwena Moabelo. Before we let you go, uh, Brabongs, we're going to go to the U.S. now. We're going to speak to uh, Titus following the the, 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 the death of uh, Patrick Day. I know you guys touched on it on the show last week. I was watching. Um, we're also going to talk to Loiso Omkia on whether the rules should be looked at. Uh, people are saying, no, this sport is dangerous. People are dying in the ring. Or will that take away from the excitement that brings fans to fights, where do you stand in this debate? Uh, you know, I am going to be very philosophical in my response, Tavis. Like, for an example, when a person dies, my approach to such situations is you don't die when your time is not up. Same thing with boxing. Boxing has been around since, you know, I don't know when. If you look at the number of deaths, it's not even a drop of water in the ocean. Mm. It's two, three fights. Not that two, three, two, three lives mean nothing. Yes, they mean a lot. But the truth of the matter is, it's something that happens once in three, four, five years. So when it happens, it mustn't be viewed in a way that a decision must be that, you know, disband or ban boxing. Every sporting, contact sporting code, has got its own dangers. You know what I'm saying? It's for that reason that Uloi saw himself when he was the acting CEO. He made a beautiful, you know, st- statement. And actually, he took he took it further as to implementing it that boxers or aspirant fighters who come from mixed martial arts may not be welcomed in boxing unless they go via a thorough medical observation because they come into boxing as time bombs carrying injuries that they sustain, sustain in other sporting goals mm. and it happened in this day and age a lot of boxers worldwide you find that they table up as mixed martial arts fighters we know the dangers of the mixed martial arts elbow kicking and stuff like that yes it's sad when a life is lost but for me as an individual, it doesn't necessarily mean that let's close shop and say ban boxing. Now, there must be improvements here and there, but if one were to ask me how do we improve that? <laughs> for an example here in South Africa, boxers only go for medicals once when they renew their license. Mm. How, how about doing it twice a year. Six months, they renew. After six months, you come back because injuries do not only occur during fights. Most mm. of them occur during sparring sessions. Mm. In some other gyms, sparring sessions are wars. Imagine a situation you are actually reducing your weight. Uh, you sparring against a guy who's got nothing to do with anything. He punches you hard, doesn't, you know, most often, those are injuries. By the time you get inside the ring, something has happened. So I would recommend that at least here in South Africa, let's do medicals twice a year. And boxing in South Africa, as a regulator, should strike a deal, of which I think is possible, with all the health departments to assist in making sure that boxers pay at least a minimal. Uh, what you call 
free mm. for CAT scans because not all boxers can afford CAT scans. CAT scan is very important but expensive. We're talking 8 to 20 G. What happens to a boxer which not even have a single fight? Okay. USA must engage, strike a deal with governments, help, help governments to assist them in that regard in making sure that you know, that is done because I'm a injured in the boxing. We know head injuries that all. Sure. Okay, Brabongze, you've given us a lot to chew on here. Uh, we'll uh, discuss it further with Lois Omkia. But thank you very much for joining us. That's the TKO boxing analyst and commentator, also boxing writer, sports writer with the Tiso Black Star Group, Mr. Bongani Makasela.